Diverse is brought to you by SWE Advance, supporting the recruitment, retention, and advancement of women in engineering through career resources, professional development, and one-to-one networking opportunities. Hi, I'm Jonna Gherkin, FY18 President of the Society of Women Engineers, and this is SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. Joining me now as part of our Women Executives in Engineering podcast series is Silvia Acevedo. She is the CEO of the Girl Scouts of the USA. She's an author, entrepreneur, and an engineer. She's also a longtime member of SWE. Thanks for joining us, Sylvia. Hi, Jonathan. And hello to all the sweet community. I'm just really delighted and honored to be on this podcast with you. And we're very excited to have you with us. Can you tell us a little about what first sparked your interest in becoming an engineer? Well, you know, it really all started when I was a young girl growing up in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and I was lucky enough to be in Girl Scouts. And I was on a wonderful outdoor adventure, and my troop leader saw me looking at the stars. And as she saw me looking at the stars, she started pointing out constellations and the different systems that were up there. And I was really mesmerized by that. Well, later on, lucky for me, when we were earning our badges, she remembered that night. And so when all the girls, including me, wanted just to earn our cooking badges, she remembered that night and prompted me and nudged me to also earn my science badge. And it took a little coaxing, but I was the only girl that earned her science badge. And I did that by making Estes rockets. And it was great to be earning both the cooking and the science badge at the same time because I honestly, I made some pretty big goofs the first time I tried to make first peanut butter cookies and then I made pizza and I, you know, I got the ingredients and the heat wrong. And um, so finally it took me trial and error. And that was really important because I realized when I was making the Estes rocket that it did also take trial and error. And I thought to myself, well, you know, Cooking is like science, and I can do this. And for me, that ended up sparking a lifelong interest in science and math. So I started paying attention more to those classes and taking those classes as electives. And then I realized that not only did I like it, I was really good at it. And so at a time when girls like me weren't even graduating from high school, I graduated from high school and I went to my college counselor And I said, I wanted to be an engineer. And and she laughed and she said, girls aren't engineers. And I thought back to my young Girl Scout days. And I said, if I can cook, I can be an engineer. And I became an engineer. I studied engineering first at New Mexico State University and then at Stanford University for my master's. I love that story. And now these years later, under your leadership, Girl Scouts can earn STEM badges of their own and multiple ones. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, I am super excited about that. We've we've always had an interest in science and the outdoors. I mean, from our very beginning, some of the early badges that you could earn were things like electrician and carpenter. But now we realize that girls have devices in their hands. We want to be as relevant to them in their lives. And we want them not just to be users of technology, but the designers, the inventors and the creators. So we have started by really putting in so much more uh, programs all the way from young five-year-olds for our daisies, all the way to our ambassadors, which are uh, high school seniors, and hands-on programs that really scaffold and build on one another. 
everything from, you know, design thinking to, you know, designing a car, computational thinking, um, designing coding, so many great programs. Obviously, a lot of robotics. I like to say that when you ever see an all-girls robotics team, it's likely to be a Girl Scout team. And I've been so just really, really enthusiastic and encouraged by our reception to our cybersecurity badges. I mean, people didn't think that, you know, girls, Girl Scouts, they know us for selling cookies, but for being cybersecurity experts. But the reception has been huge. And girls, we realize they care about protecting their digital, their lives in person and in digital as well. So there's a huge interest in cybersecurity. So we're piloting those badges now. And I've just been so, I just came back from California where we were testing them. And the girls, you know, even at five year old, are just so thrilled about that. It's very exciting. And we at SWE are very excited to partner with the Girl Scouts on these badges, which is important though, because SWE is all about role models and mentoring and other uh, areas like that. And a lot of girls don't learn about careers in STEM unless they see somebody, uh, see a role model. So did you know any engineers when you decided to become one? Actually, I didn't. And But you're right. It's so powerful to have a mentor and to have somebody that you can aspire to and, and look up to. I was really for, fortunate with Girl Scouts that I had that really strong uh, you know, I wanted to go and become an engineer, but I had that strong basis of knowing I could do it. I had the confidence, I had the courage to take on a non-traditional field at a time. You know, a lot of girls like me weren't doing that. So luckily I had those other elements. But now um, as I go around in Girl Scouts and, and just in general, I am just so amazed by how many girls come up to me and realize that it's possible for them because they see somebody like me that looks like them or they see another woman and they said, wow, if you've done that, I can do that too. And I'll tell you, John, I'm so excited with Girl Scouts because we're, we're putting all this amazing program in place. And yes, we still do all this great outdoor stuff. Of course, we have our amazing entrepreneurial program, AKA cookies. Uh, but we are at the right moment when almost every girl has a device in her hand that right now technology is creating the future. With the Internet of Things, there are going to be technology embedded into almost anything we touch. And half the population are women. And we need to be at the table. We need to be the ones deciding the form factors, the design features, and also some of the intellectual property as well as the legal concerns and ramifications around those digital devices. And we are really preparing that generation of girls to create our future for us. So true. So true. And speaking of technology, uh, after spending some time working as a professional engineer, you did start your own technology company and then were, was sold it. Tell us a little bit about how that influenced your, um, your life. Well, you know, I think, you know, having that cookie program experience really taught me a little bit about entrepreneurship, taught me a lot about goal settings, but most importantly, it taught me I could create opportunity for myself. So I think I always had that entrepreneurial bent that I wanted to do something. And so I was in technology and three men and I, engineers and I decided, male engineers decided to start a company, a technology company, and we ended up selling it, um, going to venture capitals, getting a term sheet, and then we actually got it sold. So that was an amazing experience for me. So it was that whole startup, venture capital, I got to live that. And 
for me, I realized that one, I had to play a lot of golf um, when we were doing the venture capital term sheets. A lot of the uh, VCs that we were courting played golf. So my golf game got really good. Um, but I was the only woman, the only woman in the entire process. Um, that was also very, very interesting um, to me to know that all the VCs that we pitched, there were no women in that process. And all the engineers that I had to interact with, again, none of them were were women. So I realized that that was still kind of a groundbreaking moment. And I know at Girl Scouts, what we're trying to do is figure out how we can close that gap because we have all these women who are we're we're training to have the technology, the knowledge, the interest. And then we've got them to have entrepreneurial skills through the cookie program. Now I'm thinking, how do I tie them into VCs so that they get the funding so that they can create their new business and, and create entirely new technologies? So, and also we're thinking about how do we tie in our alumni into that ecosystem as well. Um, but, you know, I think that entrepreneurial bent came from those early days, but also being in Silicon Valley, you know, you have that culture of, of being an entrepreneur and, and trying out new ideas. And, and that was really an exciting time for me. And it sounds like we might need to consider a badge in venture capital, maybe. <laughs> you know, we're, we're talking to venture capitalists. That's true, because can you imagine all these great young women who have these amazing ideas? Um, I just met with a girl in California who said to me that she is thinking about uh, using her cybersecurity skills in agribusiness so that um, there is not terrorism that disrupts our food supply. I was like, wow, you know. I didn't even imagine that. And, you know, wow, this 16 year old Girl Scout, that's what she's thinking about. So, um, you know, who knows what they'll do, but I know it's going to be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the Girl Scouts, not just about girls, it's about diversity. And you are on the White House Initiative for Educational Excellence for Hispanics. You've joined that group. Can you tell us a little bit about diversity in STEM from the Girl Scout perspective? Yeah, you know, I actually just finished my term. It started during the Obama administration and then it ended in 2017. Um, but, you know, you're right. We really are very much inclusive and we want want to reach every girl um, in every residential zip code. So had I known when I was doing education work that there was an organization that had the reach of Girl Scouts that reaches half a million girls that are in low socioeconomic, that reaches, you know, more than a quarter million Latinas and almost the same number of African-American girls, I would have said, what organization is that? And it's the Girl Scouts. We have an extensive reach into underserved and underrepresented markets, but we want to do better. But we want to reach all girls, girls of every zip code, uh, because we know the kind of skills that they get in Girl Scouts are life-changing skills. And also, in that girl-only environment, which is so important for them. You know, when you're trying to do something non-traditional, a lot of times teachers don't call on you when you raised your hand or you don't get the time on the computer. Uh, but in Girl Scouts, you are not a tag-along. You are the main event. Our programming has been designed for the way girls learn. Girls tend to learn much more collaborative in a sharing kind of environment versus hierarchical. All of our programming has desi been designed for that. So, you know, we're really um, just... We're really excited about that because we know girls of all socioeconomic levels, no matter where they are, our programming is for them to help them learn and to really give them a leg up on life. Thank you, Sylvia. And I also would be remiss if we didn't talk about your book that's coming out, The Path to the Star is coming out in September. Tell us a little bit about 
what inspired you to write it and what it's about. Well, I am really excited because now the book is is starting to appear in Bound. It's getting ready to be sent out to uh, that whole distribution network. So it's it's really a thrilling time for me. And the way that book came up was I um, started talking to young girls um, in Austin at the Ann Richards School for Young Women Leaders. And what really struck me was that girls would stay after and say, you know, we don't know girls like, you know, we don't know role models like you. We don't know engineers. And if we look at the, that look like you or that look like us. And I began accepting more and more of these opportunities and looking for these opportunities. And wherever I went in the country and I would speak to girls, you know, there would be this huge line of girls that would stay after. I'll never forget in Central California, I spoke at this very large um, high school gathering of several high schools. And then afterwards, there was a line of the organizers told me of 300 girls that had signed up to meet with me just to shake my hand just to take a selfie with me. And so many of them wanted to hear my story, wanted my story to tell their parents. And I realized that I I needed to put it down in writing. So uh, my story, Paths to the Stars, is from my very young age of how I grew up in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And thanks to great programs like Head Start and Girl Scouts and some amazing teachers, I had a great opportunity to be you know, live the life of my dreams, you know, become an engineer, you know, go to Stanford, become a rocket scientist, you know, work on with NASA on the Voyager 2 mission that went by Jupiter and its moons, you know, and then have this amazing experience as a technology executive and being honored to serve in President Obama's uh, White House. So there's, and now being CEO of the Girl Scouts. So, but my story really is from when I was young till when I graduated from Stanford, right at the dawn of the internet age. Excellent. I can't wait to read it. Well, I will say to you that it's written for young adults, middle school. So there's a lot more emotional adolescent angst that I had to put into it because <laughs> they said that really appeals to young adults. Well, you know what? I will make my two boys read it as well. I'm good. So Sylvia, thanks so much for joining us. Sylvia Acevedo is the CEO of the Girl Scouts of the USA and longtime partner of SWE. For SWE, I'm Jonna Gherkin. For all of us, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to explore additional offerings from SWE Advance at advancedlearning.swe.org. 